it's still fresh. We're disappointed. And you go into a final game. We're like every other team. You know that this is a possibility, but we we expected to be packing for Calgary. That's not taken away from Hamilton. They're phenomenal, and you know they're sixteen and three now for a reason. But we had belief in ourselves. So every time you go into a game like that, your focus is on getting to the next step, and we didn't. So I think, you know, I guess I'll speak for me, but I think a lot of others feel the same way. As part of it is your you know, dealing with that a little bit and kind of catching your breath of what's next step and then just the disappointment. It's still fresh. You know, we haven't been in Edmonton for even 24 hours yet. So disappointment more than anything. Um, it was a, a very up and down year, as you guys know. And it was special in the sense of, of during the adversity, everybody stuck together so well. You know, that was really special, and I'm very proud of that. Brock, you've you got a head coach that's got you to the division finals three three times in the mm-hmm. first seasons. And it's all the speculation about his future. What, what right. can you say to that? Like every other end of the season, we're going to sit down and do our due diligence and do exit interviews with players, and, and Jason and I are going to meet, and we're going to uh, roll our sleeves up and get on the same page and go from there. Do you think the team needs a fresh start, or why would you just stick with this guy? I didn't say I wasn't sticking no, with this I know, guy. I know, I know. That's, 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 right. that's what's going back. And forth. Well, again, everything is very fresh, and we just got here, and uh, the wounds are you know, we're going to heal up. We're going to do the exit interviews with all the players, and he and I are going to get together and have a good discussion like we do at the end of every season and go from there. Well, do, you, do you watch the Great Cup? I mean, do you, do you see how this whole thing ends, ends up for 2019? Yeah, yeah, of course I watch it. You're my fan still, and I love the game, and I love this league, so very much watch it. It's, it's difficult when you've, you know, I've personally been to four, and when you get close to where you think you have a chance, which we did, it's, I won't watch it live. I know a lot of times you go down for GM meetings, and uh, I don't think any of the GMs, except for the two that are in it, stay. You don't want to be in that environment if you're not playing for it, especially if you've been there before. Back-to-back seasons, Brock, you've kind of had this, you know, the second half hasn't gone as well as you would like. Mm-hmm. It's happened in you know, the last two years. Uh, what do you make of that? Is that more than just injuries or maybe slow to adjust to, to what the other teams are doing? How do you, what you take? Yeah, I mean, no, no game is the same. No season's the same. So last year we touched on it. Our turnover ratio was atrocious, and that's the number one indicator of a win and loss. So... I think for 18, that was the main cause. This year, uh, a number of things, and that's what we're doing this week, and that's why we have this week, is we, we drill down, we do our due diligence, and we we make sure we know what the reasons why and what we can do to make it not happen next year, hopefully. You had a huge free agency day. Uh, when you look back on this team, like it, it, was that a good day now still? or? Yeah, I think we've got a lot of good players, but ultimately you're evaluated on where you end up and what your record is, and uh, being candid, 8-10 and 10 for this organization isn't good enough. You know, we all need to get better. So, you know, we strive to be better than what we were, and though we won a playoff game when we got to a final, which is good, the season itself, I, we all wish it would have gone better, and uh, that includes me. So we're all going to do everything we can to improve and, and make sure that 2020 goes different for us during the regular season. How, how different could this roster look next year? I mean, how many free agents mm-hmm. are you coming into the, the offseason? I don't know the number off the top of my head. Uh, the reality is in today's CFL world on these one-year contracts is all nine teams are going to have a lot of turnover. Whether you want to or not, that's the reality of it. So is it going to be identical? No. Are we going to do everything we can to keep the key cogs in place? Yes. Your evaluation of Trevor Harris, obviously that's a, a key piece coming up. I mean, you guys saw what he did when he was healthy, right? I think you know he, he missed six games and he still was second leading passing so had he stayed healthy I think he's very much in the conversation of MLP so and knowing what we'd get on the field talent wise uh, I expected that when we were together in Ottawa he was in a different role it was Henry's team and he played that that backup and then started role really well he was very cognizant of what to say when to say it how to control that locker room it's been fun for me to see him here when he's the starting quarterback from day one and seeing the leadership take over so 
the on-the-field things I expected from Trevor, the off-the-field things, I'm, I'm very pleasantly surprised. Not to say I didn't think he could do that, but to think it and to see it was different. Brock, how would you evaluate the coaching staff through that second half, that tough stretch for your 2-7? and seven? Obviously, you make the mm-hmm. playoffs. And how would you evaluate the coaching staff through the two playoff games? Yeah, well, uh, the Montreal game, extremely well because we won. And uh, yesterday, as an organization, first of all, it's not coaching staff and, and the rest of us. We're all in this together, mm-hmm. first and foremost. So uh, during the stretch, it was difficult for everybody. But I will say this, everybody stuck together. And the coaches are the ones that are hands-on with the players in the locker room. And there was no divisiveness. There was no finger-pointing. So they deserve a lot of credit for keeping this nucleus together and doing a good job through that. Adversity happens. So, you know, ultimately... We didn't win yesterday, so we're all disappointed. So when you look at it, Montreal went great because we won. If it would have been one nothing on a Rouge, we'd be happy and say that was a great game. When you lose, same thing. If it's one nothing, you feel horrible because you didn't get the job done. How, did you, how do you feel about your depth, especially areas like O-line, mm-hmm. your secondary, which got ravaged again, right. and even Logan Kilgore? Well, I would say for the offensive line, we had four different starting left tackles, and we had the least amount of sacks and a thousand yard rushers. So that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And Mike Gibson deserves a big tip of the cap. He does a great job with those guys, and all those players deserve that. You come in and, and going through the injuries we did there to do what we did was pretty phenomenal. Uh, Logan was 500. He got us into the playoffs. So, you know, this is kind of the year of the backup quarterback. But when you step in a year after not playing football and you win some key games for your franchise, that's a pretty good job. And then secondary wise, yeah, if you look at what we envisioned going into it, you know, I think yesterday we had four of them out from mm-hmm. Arjun, Anthony Orange, Money Hunter, and Forrest. That's that's a lot, a big, big hurdle to overcome, you know. But the guys that were behind them stepped up and played hard. Um, just looking at your offense, I know that you're t- still taking time to reflect, but. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think kind of has to change? Because throughout the season, there was, you know, some times when they looked like they were in rhythm and then times mm-hmm. when it just it, it would stall a lot. Well, I think a lot of times it's a, a number of things. Sometimes, and I think we forget this too often, is the other team gets paid too. So they break down the film, and when they make plays, it doesn't necessarily mean that we didn't do things well. It just means that they're professional athletes and have coaches as well. Um, again, that's what this is week is for. Um, for me to break that down right now, this fresh, um, I think I'd be doing a little bit of injustice to everybody. So that's part of the reason, or that is the reason, that we do the, the week of drilling down and, and reviewing the season the way we do. Brock, do you, do you have some priority uh, you know, potential free re-signings? I'm thinking of you know, guys like Moore, guys who mm-hmm. stand out seasons. Like that. Yeah, everyone that, that we think is a good player, we're going to try to get back. And you know, I've had some initial discussions with a couple players, and not you know detailed numbers, but just some exchanges of hey, we want you here. Do you want to be here? They'd say yes, or vice versa. Some players have approached me and said, hey, I really want to be here. Where are we at? And so those discussions have started, um, and they're going to pick up here now that the season's over pretty quickly. Are you in a position that you're able to sign some guys before the end of the calendar year? Uh, cap wise, you mean? We have a little bit of space. We don't have uh, space to probably get like a, a Mike Moore, so to speak. But uh, yeah, we're projected to be under, and um, we're going to try to use that money wisely here. How's that whole part been? I know there's been speculation ever since the big shopping mm-hmm. spree, if you can call it that. Back yeah, it's amazing how many capologists are out there, isn't it, that know where we are to the penny or to the loony. Um, yeah, it, it was a challenge. You know, I mean, when it's unfortunate when you have some major key cogs injured. You know, the offset is as it creates cap space. So, you know, a little bit of life of dualities there. Do you think your head coach takes a level of criticism that is unique to this market? I think the fan base here is extremely passionate, which is one of the best things about working for this organization. Um, 
and there's high expectations, as there should be. So I think, yeah, it's a little different than some other places I've been, for sure. But that's part of the, the love affair with working here and, and having a fan base that cares to that level. I'd much rather have that than people not care. So, yeah, I think it, uh, it's unique, but I don't necessarily think that's a negative. Uh, I think it's uh, a compliment to how much this city cares about this organization. With the new president here, how are you feeling about where you're at just in this offseason mm-hmm. and everything? You know, Chris and I are still getting to know each other, and uh, we see eye to eye on a lot of things. So, uh, again, we're having good discussions, and, you know, right now it's full steam ahead, and the focus is on uh, getting the right guys in the locker room and making sure that, you know, the 8 and 10 stuff doesn't happen anymore.